wide, he spoke it long existence. period. Yeah, he's he is the manifesting king. He is he is not only the king of Sniper Island, he is the king of Manifestation Island. You could almost call him the Shadow and Eminence. <laughs> the Eminence and Shadow don't great translation. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you compare God Usopp to fucking Sid Kagano? You mean God Usopp to Wish Brand God Usopp? For real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. Welcome in to the Antibodies podcast, everybody. Hi. Uh, this, you know, it's it's back up us again. Buddy's Garden coming back with uh, season two of The Eminence and Shadow. But before that, thank you, Water, for allowing us to stay alive and water our crops and traverse the seas and, you know, Keep our planet stable in, in all that you do. And also put stone into the crusher for Paldium ore. <laughs> couldn't do it without yeah. you, water. Exactly, water. We really we couldn't we couldn't do a single thing without you. And one of those things that we couldn't do would be visiting our buddies at craftfoxboutique.com to pick up some lovely scented candles for the spring season. Or maybe, you know. If we got a little something thick, and it needs a, it needs a good spring cleaning for the upcoming con season, if you know what I mean. Uh, everything over there at craftfoxboutique.com. Shout outs to them, and uh, and shout outs shout out to you, listener. You know, thank you, thank you for clicking on this episode and and spending spending the next undetermined amount of time <laughs> with us today. We shall see. We'll see. We shall see how it goes this evening, or morning, or afternoon, or even the dark hour. But what? But what? What have y'all been up to these past uh, these past two weeks? Uh, Matt, oh, Matt, Matt and Tristan are my are my co-host. Hi, uh, with I've me been as here always. The whole time. Yeah, we'll, we'll call them. Uh, <laughs> We'll call them Theta and Kappa. Ooh, dibs on being Kappa. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hold on. Let me. What is M in the Greek alphabet? Uh, I think it's Meta. All right, then you're Meta, and Tristan is Theta. Uh, Oh, it's Mew. It's Mew. Mew. Okay, Agent Mew, Agent Mew, and Agent Theta. Yeah, I might be. Okay, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Military phonics bullshit. You know, Charlie Foxtrot nonsense. Yeah, it is Mike in that. Michael. Don't don't use my my middle name. Okay, but unironically, (laughs) a little bit of a lore reveal here. When I was a wee lad, I played a lot of sports, and for some reason, none of my coaches ever seemed to get my name right. Matthew's not a very difficult name. It's very common. There were like four Matthews in my class in kindergarten. 
well, <laughs> it got to the point where I'd just start answering to anything. Because when I was eight years old, I went to a baseball camp, and the coach called me Mike the entire day, and I didn't realize he was talking to me a single time. So he met my dad at the end of the day when dad came to pick me up, and he shook his hand and introduced himself as Mike, and he's like, oh, so your boy's a junior. And my dad looked really, really confused. And he said, no, his name's Matthew. <laughs> but, Man, that, coach, that coach had to have felt like the biggest idiot. God, it's I live for that shit. I think that's why I answer to anything. It's just to hopefully spawn another one of those moments. <laughs> Dude, have you ever like answered to a fake name and it like spawned like a whole like relationship, like not like romantic, but like just re- like, you know, an <laughs> interpersonal relationship with someone? Uh, and at some point you've just had to be like, okay, my name is actually this, but everything else was true. <laughs> or did you keep it or did you keep the fake name and, like, build I, a whole fake person? I, I, well, I kept the fake name, but the rest of it was genuine, because uh, I used to work at a convenience store in a very heavily populated, like, Indian Nepali area. And um, they just, because of the accent and whatnot, they literally could not say Tristan. Like, it was extremely hard for them to understand what my name was. So uh, I would try and be like, my name is Tristan, and they're like, oh, Christian. Oh, Chris. <laughs> so uh, a lot of the regulars would just call me Chris, and I would just answer to it. I was like, it's easier That's for funny. them. It, it's kind of hard to like change it at this point. Like, I'll just roll with it. I know they're talking to me. I'm like the only person in the store. Like, you know, they come in, and they're like, hey, Chris, how are you? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing good. You, you get your usual stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's <laughs> hilarious because something that's haunted me for years is one of the like first handful of times that we had ever met back in high school. I remember calling you Christian on accident. Oh yeah, no that that would that would happen a lot too. So you know, I, I've just been uh, conditioned to, <laughs> I guess, accept it. <laughs> so I get That's it. Funny. I get it. Life is funny. Life is funny like that. I, yeah, I'm not even gonna bring up the the societal hilarity of this whole situation that makes it extra funny but like it's so that's funny just making, that's just making friends online when you play video games it's like everybody it has like a making... gamer tag and nobody calls each other oh hey uh, doobie howitzer what, what should i call you <laughs> or uh, should i call you matthew it's like no just fucking call me whatever like call me doobs as long as you don't call me late for dinner oh <laughs> <laughs> That was cute. I like that no, line just, because the implication is that other people are going to be feeding me. Yeah, or, you know, they, you, you had a date for dinner. <laughs> and, they, and they called you last minute and they said, oh. Hey, on I'm time is uh, good enough. But, uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. we've been doing this last uh, yeah, yeah, couple Yeah, the weeks. things, yeah. Also, sorry for everybody that has to call me cream. Or, or puff, or puff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, <laughs> not sorry at all. I'm not sorry because whenever I was playing Halo online in my teenage years, and I was like popping off, I was like, yeah. Sergeant Cream Puff did just go on a killing spree. <laughs> Sergeant Cream Puff is on a rampage. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, but yeah, what what have y'all been up to? Um. It's been a it's been a pretty tame last couple of weeks. 
somehow, as an adult, I keep managing to get strep throat, even though I got my tonsils out when I was in elementary school. Interesting. So, yeah, that's a weird one. Apparently entirely possible and, like, normal, but still some freak shit. Um, so aside from, like, eating a bunch of ice cream and junk, I've, uh, I've been reading up on prison school. And also watching Godzilla movies. That sounds pretty lit. Yeah, minus one is really good in black and white. Watch it. Stop. I I saw that that was a an option. Yeah, and, and uh, it's not just like a black and white filter. It's like there is there is like custom tones, kind of to, you know, prevent the weird like washout effects you get of like shadows on Godzilla overlapping with like the dark side of buildings because of weird lighting. It's yeah. It's like it's. It's meant to look black and white, but it's not just a filter. Or not just in black and white. It's it's neat. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me and Isabel, uh, hey, uh, we watched... Uh... Oh, sorry. Do you want to go? Oh, no. No, uh, uh, Alex I was, has I... to go last. I do have to go last. I was just going to say uh, I might have to fuck around and see if that's a, a physical option. I don't believe it's physical, but I might be able to find you a uh, series of letters or numbers that uh, possibly take you where you're trying to go. Exactly, the uh, the Amazon gift code. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me and, me and, me and Isabel, we watched uh, the Percy Jackson, uh, Percy Jackson show on Disney. And... Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. How, uh, how did that play out? Like, I watched the first episode or two, I think. Was it better than the movie? Way better. Yeah. Okay. okay. Instantly That's better. all I cared about. As a as an ex-Percy Jackson kid, I did read all five of the original books and one of the Egyptians. Yeah. The shit uh, slapped, dude. Olympi- or the Lost Olympian trilogy or whatever? Is that the one with the Roman Roman gods? Yeah. No, yeah. no, I, I I fell off after the Egyptian ones, which I felt bad about, you know. But I was like, uh, I'm just, I I just got to a point where I was like, I was I was tired of reading and I was wanting to like play video games more. I will yeah. say though, if we ever get a Gregor the Overlander television show, <laughs> I will go so fucking feral, bro. They will, Those they books will were never so do that good. because they could never do giant talking cockroaches in a way that people would like resonate with or feel you too know, You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> they could, but everybody's just too coward to do it. And it's a, They're too coward. It's, it's a medium it, called animation. Yeah, but oh my, oh, dude. It would have to be animated. A, 100%. Ooh, what, what, okay, what, what anime studio would you want to do it? What studio? Not even necessarily anime studio but but, uh because what was it i know that um pat McHale was originally working on a uh oh what was that series called uh was was it redfern or uh uh red red wall red run red fall no it was red wall uh oh castle red wall castle red wall yeah, 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 huge fan. Yeah, uh, he started working on a animated adaptation of all of that for Netflix, but I think it got shelved. 
because uh, I do well, remember on one point there was a bunch of news that came out about how Pat McHale was running the project, and it was like his t- Twitter bio for a bit, but uh, he has since removed that from his bio. So uh, I think it fell through the cracks. Sucks. Netflix, Netflix stays is fucking up. Netflix for real stays fucking up. For um, real. But yeah, but yeah what were Gregor you thinking the about? Um, so good. Uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Percy Jackson. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it because um, I was also a big Percy Jackson kid. Uh, we watched it and I think we got through like the third episode and then I ended up just rereading the first book. Got like halfway through the second uh, and it is very, very accurate to the books with some minor changes here and there. Um, but for the most part, it was really enjoyable. Isabel didn't quite get it because, uh, you know, she didn't really grow up with the books. And she was just right. like, it's so weird to me to see these, like, 12-year-old kids being, like, badasses and fighting monsters. And I was like, Bro, yeah, but when you're that... Anime. Yeah, it's like... But when you're that age reading that book, you're like, yeah, I could totally do all that. Like, just give me a shot. I can do it. <laughs> and then, you know, being a, being an adult and looking at it, it's like, oh, man, these are, like, man. literal children. Yeah, it's like, I can't even yeah. do a backflip now. <laughs> Dude, I'm just, I'm just imagining, like, a like a 13-year-old fucking going, like, a 13-year-old scrawny New York white kid fucking going, like, berserker mode against a, like, eight-foot-tall white rat right now. <laughs> It's, it's it's going hard. And then it's someone tries to tell him, oh, that's your ADHD. And it's just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. Don't tell me I could snap like that. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. It's so good, dude. Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, am I... Should I should I force my kid to read these books? No, because they stopped being good somewhere like five books in, it felt like. Well, yeah, I, I stopped right at five because I was like, "All right, this feels like a perfect, perfect end to what yeah. I've been reading." The last book I remember reading was the one with the uh, the giant lizard and the fucking the giant lizard and the fucking ants. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay, cool. but what about the prophecy though? But like, yeah, fuck a prophecy. Like, yeah, no, it's. I mean, I'm down. I'm always down for giant lizard time, but like this prophecy was like. Pretty the series intense. has been going on for like 15 years at this point. It's like, listen, it's not that urgent, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Going real Sid Kaga <laughs> over there writing the books. Like, oh, yeah. Everything yeah. important, not going to be there. But, um, in regards yeah. to the Percy Jackson stuff, the only thing I had as far as critique in the couple episodes I saw, the stepdad kind of was more like snarky and annoying and rude and less of like a threat, I guess. Uh, like, it seemed like, like whole... he was more of an asshole than an abusive stepdad. Because yeah, I remember the uh, books, they described, like, physical... Not yeah. necessarily, like, conflict, but, you know, like... No, there was... It was there, implied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was one of the things that they toned down. Yeah, like, uh, both Percy and his mom, like, openly talk shit to his face. Yeah. Uh, they, they, no, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, they, they they toned that down. Uh, they also didn't turn him into a statue at the very end. <laughs> Probably for Lame. the best that he didn't commit a war crime against a human. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, but that human deserved it. I they, mean, he was an asshole, but like he was a prop also. Yeah, he's kind it's of a like, springboard. He did the exact job he was supposed to, and then was punished for it. And it's like, don't get me wrong, he sucks and should be punished, but like. Probably, 
not I mean, that, in like also, a supernatural way. Well, that's also just and, so fitting for like Greek mythology, though. Like, oh, hundred percent. It's always an overreaction. Yeah. So yeah. like it fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. they toned that down a bit. Uh, they kind of changed up the Medusa episode a bit. Yeah, they did. Uh, which I get, like, especially in today's climate with, uh, apparently Medusa tattoos are, like, becoming a really big trend, so, like, it's kind of trending, so I get not She's wanting like to... like a feminist icon now. Yeah, so I, I kind of get... was, but get... more so now. Yeah, so I get kind of changing that up so she's not just straight to her, trying to murk these kids. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing that, like, really bothered me was there was no setup for the Luke reveal. Uh, they kind of got rid of a lot of that. And um, so then at the very end, it's like, oh, yeah, he gave you the shoes. I guess that makes sense, but, like... And the book, going back and rereading it, is like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of red flags here that kind of show he's not what he's saying he is, uh, and they kind of they kind of skipped all that. Um, Especially with like how much of a major like villain he is later on in the series. Yeah, yeah. Because like, they probably should have done a little bit more with that if they're intending to like animate, not animate, but like direct the whole thing out or adapt the whole thing out. Yeah, because I would, I would definitely be down to watch a second season if they decided to adapt uh, Sea Monsters. I think that'd be really cool. Dude, um, I could get down with more Clarice. Sure, I do love Tyson. Yeah. Oh, dude. Tyson's sick, dude. Tyson's, Tyson's a so special sick. fellow. He's so nice. Love him. Like he was like okay. even though like the eye looked so like not great in the movie, I still like <laughs> I still like Tyson. I was like. Honestly, they I don't. I don't, I don't know if I ever actually watched the Sea of Monsters movie. It wasn't. It wasn't worth it. That's kind of what I heard. Good. So uh, I just never got to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they did. They did a pretty cool job with it. And uh, when they're at the the Lotus Eater Hotel, uh, they kind of they kind of changed some stuff with that as well. But it wasn't anything where I was like, uh. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, like, whatever. So, yeah. all, all in all, I would say it definitely got passing marks for being an adaptation. It was, like, as faithful as they could be. And uh, it, was, it was good. It was good. Nice. Good. Very good. nice. Very good. Very good. Uh, as for myself, this, this time I played a little bit of Tales of Vesperia, uh, just because I was trying to kill some time. Uh, didn't really start any shows or anything. I, I actually cannot recall a single show that I watched during this time, except for the, the, the evidence. Oh, oh, I watched the first episode of Pluto. That's what I did. That Ooh. Was really good. Yeah. Nice. Pluto. Uh, it's, uh, I believe it's Noaki Urasawa's take of, like, Pluto? Is it Urasawa? It's... Or is it the other one? Uh, I can't remember who actually wrote Pluto. I have Mal up right here. Give me four seconds. If I could spell correctly. Because I know like... I know it was Osamu Tezuka's Astro Boy, yeah. but it was redone by. Yeah, yeah. So the story was by uh, Tezuka, and then it was yeah it was a, yeah it's it's Astro Boy by Tezuka with like redone 
by like Urasawa. So like it yeah. was good. It was a good first episode. Uh whenever I get done with the thing I have been doing and have been excited to do since I found out I would be able to actually play it was a uh, Persona three. Persona three reload. And it's been fantastic. I've I've been enjoying it. The music is great. The vibe is on. It's so good. It's so good. The game came out two days ago from the time of recording. And uh, Tristan, Tristan, you can't guess. Actually, I want I want both y'all to guess. See if y'all remember how much how how many hours do you think I've put in into this game in two days? Over thirty. Two and a half. Over thirty. That's possible. What's your guess? I was gonna say I, I, theta, I remember theta. you saying it was over thirty. So. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I I don't exist. I am I'm only I'm only in, in Persona three. I'm in summer vacation right now. I just Persona I the track player club. formerly known as Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's what I've been up to. Um uh, I will say I I think so far from what I've seen, like all I love all the characters. Um I think Yukari's best girl though. Which like is so weird because I'm usually not into like the the like like preppy like type of people, but she's actually I I, I really like her personality. Uh, I think she has some of the best outfits, and I really like the kind of like mild story twist and stuff that we get uh, during the like island trip because I I didn't really see that part coming, and I I'm currently trying to get my my stats up to where we can actually like hang out and I, I can actually see, see uh, her, her full story development. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but it's great. I, yeah. We also, you're going to love this, Matt. We have a dog. Like to keep. Yeah. He's going to join the team. Like forever. Yeah. Forever. And nothing bad is going to happen to this dog. Like in Jojo's. I don't. I think. I don't think anything bad's gonna happen to this dog. I, I know one bad thing happens to one of the, uh, one of the team members. Um, but I, it wasn't the dog. It was Good. the other yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. The other guy can get bent. Who cares? I, I will say I did see the dog get injured, but the dog was was defending his home, and defeated the, the villain. But he he did suffer some injuries. He'll be okay, though. He'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be A-okay. And then the dog will have a persona. And then I think it will be me, the dog, Yukari, and Junpei for, as, now, like, squad one. Don't you mean a fursona? Shout out to CraftFoxBoutique.com. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's that's about it for me. I hope I'll... I'll by the time this episode's out, I will have finished the game. <laughs> For sure. Like, I'm not even... I, I, I will definitely have been done. Uh, so ask me what I thought about it, or wait till next week, or next or two weeks from now, and I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> uh, but for now, I guess I shall tell you all about The Eminence and Shadow Season 2. We did Season 1 last season. On the Antibodies podcast, it was done by Studio Nexus. We were all kind of like lukewarm on it. 
Uh, and to be honest, like not much changed this season. It was a I kind of you know a little bit of rough thoughts going in. I thought the joke grew old three fourths of the way through season one, but like I liked the uh, I liked the the Rose storyline at the end with Pervass Hat and the uh, the tournament and all that, and kind of getting some of the the cult action, but. This season, I don't think was like as like I don't think the humor was as actually funny as the author may have thought it was. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got annoyed with it at times, and it wasn't just because of the like humor. Sometimes it was because of like the the weird amount of like technological advancement. Where, like, they have fucking USB ports and shit now. It's like, why? Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. partially... That's explained partially in season one by, like, Sid telling all these incredibly talented and smart women um, that are so devoted to his cause because he saved them or whatever um, about, you know, his yeah. his world that he came from and but, them being like, like okay. how does he know yeah, the but it's also. Well, also, you got to think back to when they infiltrated the lab from last season, and they were, like, more than modern advanced in technology when they infiltrate that lab to get the, like, demon arm or whatever. And, uh, I think they do kind of touch up on it where it's kind of like, eh, it's okay, like, the whole, like, dimensional shift thing where it's like, okay, maybe... Maybe we really did have some, like, scientists come from a different world into ours, and they're just like, oh, yeah, like, let's just make some fucking microchips and build computers and run all these DNA tests on this demon arm, and then we'll make everybody, like, super jacked. Like, eh, it's feasible for the world, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Plus, I mean, they also have, like, magic, too. So, like, if you have magic and mild spoiler alert like technology and information coming in periodically from different realities uh things things may move a little faster than they do in our current world that we live in yeah but like to have the the depths of information behind it as opposed to just why would they go about making charging cords if they can just use magic to charge a phone? Basically, why? It's like why would because they follow of, our the evolution part, because when of, they have because something that because is of better the be- and easier because of the best part of the boring. season? So the best part of the season, the slugs did it in Phoenix. I'm sure aliens are doing it on other planets now. Monkeys do their own mild form of it with like fruits and stuff. You know, it just seems to always happen. Um, I just, this I just, I just, thing I just wanna, always pops up. I just want to say, uh, we're just probably giving it more thought than the author did, and I feel like that's really just all it is. I can't yeah, help it's it. Just, I guess can't the complaint it. is that it's an isekai that's basically like a very thin layer of fantasy slapped over what is just basically the real world. Which is, you know, hanging out with some sci-fi. Yeah, it's just doesn't fit for me, I guess. That's really it. 
Yeah, I yeah, we'll definitely dive uh, more into this, but just make sure before we uh, yeah prior experiences all that. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's about time for me season. to go. Yeah, yeah, we all experienced the first season. Go back, listen to the episode, and uh, I'll be. I'm gonna go on a journey of self self discovery as I contemplate why I forced us to watch this season <laughs> so yeah, the time is now i guess i guess while they're gone um yeah so we start the season off and um you know at the end of the first season we get some really cool stuff about the cult and and the the witch of destruction and how the witch of destruction is actually like the demon that the the cult was worshiping and it was like yo this is gonna be like really cool like i really can't wait for the next season to kick off like i you left me on such a cliffhanger. I want to know so much more. And then the season opens up, and it's a uh, it's a uh, vampire time. <laughs> Ask me who do you think would win, me or the the witch of De- or destruction? Who who would win? You or the witch of destruction? I'd win. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. No, I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know. Blood Moon, Prophecies, horse shit. Uh, I just felt like Vampire just straight covered it. <laughs> controlling blood outside the body is so easy if you know what you're doing. Motherfucker, who does that? Katara. Uh, no, she controls blood inside the body. I'm sure she can control Yo, look, it outside the body too. Yeah, yeah it's probably sure, same easier. But not as easy as it is to cause an actual financial collapse if you are the people that have the finances. Because right after we have the vampire arc, we have one of the most interesting isekai arcs I've like ever actually seen. Because as we know, Shadow Garden has become a you know a, a corporation essentially. Like they have a bunch of you know they have a bunch of famous members that are bringing in. I'm assuming millions of whatever their currency is. And, you know, some of them run major successful corporations because of the knowledge of doing nothing but, like, studying the little rumors that their boss has given them throughout the day about, like, how they used to live and then figuring it out and then selling those things to people in the medieval times, which, of course, they're they're going to take the the coffee regardless of, like, how non-actual coffee it tastes. As compared to like creek water, you know, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, uh, but like, yeah, fucking t-shirts, really? A t-shirt over like some like a tunic, probably very yeah, over like a rough feeling tunic. Ten yeah. out of ten times, I would wear a tunic instead of a t-shirt. That's because the grass is always greener on the other side, which is why Sid goes over to the villain side and decides to create an artificial credit collapse, which is so good because that's that's basically what happens. Like, because like, if your money's not actually backed by something physical or like it's not an actual like natural resource that like there's a finite amount, so like obviously like we can say, oh, this is how much of like this I'm willing to give away for like this natural resource to go get something else, you know, basic capitalism or whatever. Um, if, if you then like produce like, uh, 
like a let's say like a dollar like you know like a paper currency and say oh this is equivalent to like the rate of this and then that paper money then exceeds how much like of the actual resource it's supposed to be based off of and then somebody just takes that resource away and then like spreads the news like hey so your money is now actually worthless like it immediately collapses immediately and like it's it happens all the time it happens. It happens, people. The show is sometimes really smart. Sometimes. And that's what I discovered. Sometimes. Sometimes it's smarter than... Sometimes we have fucking perv ass hat. <laughs> it's a hilarious name, but, like, you can't be serious with that. Not for, like, a recurring villain. <laughs> Not for, like, the long-term recurring villain so far. Yeah, like, when he showed back up, I was like, ugh. Like, it was funny in season one, but now I'm just glad we got to watch him get beheaded. Yeah, uh, that, that'd be a good name for, like, a one-off, like, like lawyer that was, I don't know, I guess the bad guy or some sort of a dishonest prosecutor, like Dick Johnson. But yeah, yes, yes, something like that. Or yeah, like, <laughs> you can't have that be, like, the thing. Exactly, exactly. But can we have betrayal be the thing? Um, depends how much trust are you willing to put into me. Right. You can have all my trust, Agent Mew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then we we rehash the exact same fucking ending plot of season one. Literally again, just this time in Rose Oriana's kingdom this time. Um, but then, then we have something interesting happen. We, we, we have some reveals here, and, and major spoiler alerts here. Apparently, the like entire concept of being isekai'd is a uh, is a well-kept secret within this world and it's not just like people like get isekai it's occasionally like ideas thoughts um naturally occurring resources like mana or magic and things like that and it, it appears to happen semi-regularly and like in every good multiverse there is a prime world that everything derives from and somehow sid cogano is, is able to create a portal in between these worlds on his own, by, by, by his own power. Mind you, and that's I not through like any kind of intensive studying or anything. That's just from no. being strong. This is just from him fucking around and trying to be the eminence in shadow. Which, like, yes, haha, very funny. Like, overpowered background character that just wants to be in the shadows yes i get the joke funny but the the actual like concept of like what he just did in the in the finale of season two is so astronomically insane to me that like he's so delusional i don't think he's going to actually realize what he did you know like i get i don't think he's actually going to get it because like that's not his character, and that and that pisses me off. Like that actually upsets me. 
because like I like the concept of like of it of like not just people being able to be isekai but like actual like resources and like cultures and things like that like I I like that idea but I do not like this main character I do not like him yeah like the aspect like land of the lost style where the world is basically a point of convergence where it's not clearly stated whether you're traveling through time or traveling a long time but like things just kind of coming to a head cool i'm with it you know it's it's yeah. rife with drama or potential drama but yeah, like, I, I like oh sorry no you're good i, I was just going to rehash your thing basically about like it's just uh, fucking sid yeah it's just sid i was going to say i like the way that this show is doing it as compared to the way that it is portrayed to us in uh, another East guy we watched over here, the rising of the shield hero. When, when we got the reveal of the, the multiple heroes um, coming in from different worlds and them having to like fight over like the, the soul resource. And like, if, if one, if, if like one, if you fail a raid, like if you fail like an invading raid, then like your planets now at risk and shit like that. Like I, I like the the concept as it's shown at the sh- the eminence and shadow more than than the rising of the shield hero concept of it. Shield hero just got way too video gamey with it. Yeah, and this is getting way too ch- uh, way too uh, chuny or delusional with it. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like that's just been such a staple of the entire show is just the the pure delusion of Sid as a character. So I feel like I mean it kind of holds true, but doesn't necessarily make think... it good. Yeah, I, I I agree. I don't think Sid is a good part of the show. I think everything good about the show happens without Sid, <laughs> actually. Like every time Sid's not involved in something happening, like it's it's mildly interesting. Like Rose's Rose's whole thing about like her father and the whole like political deception there is very interesting. Um, the interworkings of like the criminal underworld before Sid was involved was mildly interesting. Like how how Shadow Garden functions like as a organization without the involvement of Sid is also Shit. interesting, but but then every time Sid shows up, it's all like, stop. Like, stop. <laughs> and stop all existing. the way down to, like, individual characters, like fucking Delta. Super cool in season one. Season two, Soon as Sid. she's basically Soon. just, like, a secretary. For I mean, not real. really, but, like, you know, yeah. her job is essentially, yeah. like, just always be around and do exactly what Sid tells you to. Exactly, yeah. So it's or, like, or I guess a PA on a movie set than a secretary, so as not to be demeaning. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so like, like I just don't, I don't care very much for the Sid Cogano character. But outside of that, what what did y'all think about season two? Uh, John Smith. Is it better than Mundane Man? Uh, worse, <laughs> but I like the way the name was received, where everybody thought John Smith was like a weird-ass name. 
Because it is. It is a weird name. Yeah, in that world, it's like, who the fuck is John Smith? Even in this world, it's it, that's such a clearly fake name. Like nobody Honestly, with the last name Smith is John naming Smith their child. In, I think middle school. No for, shot, for, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah. No uh, shot. It was nobody. In, uh, not to dox John Smith of Gainesville, Florida, but I think it was like eighth grade <laughs> or freshman year. Interesting. That person was definitely in witness protection. <laughs> Honestly, for me, that entire bit just felt like it was a John Wick ripoff, but they couldn't say John Wick, so they just went with the generic John Smith. And, like, for all of my notes, that's all I wrote was just John Wick this, John Wick that. Like, <laughs> this guy's trying to be him, and, um, I mean, I, I guess succeeding? Kind of? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't touch his dog, but... <laughs> yeah, but, like, I would... I wouldn't mess with anybody's dog. So, like... Especially not when his dog is a beast girl and could probably rip me in half. I mean, I might I might mess with a person's dog, you know? I might act like I'm throwing the toy, but I'll actually still yeah, have the toy. That's gonna get monster. you John Wick. <laughs> John Sorry, John Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna get me John Smith. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but, yeah, so... Honestly, so with the promotional material and everything for this show, uh, the the beginning part, uh, the time is now, the the moon is rising or whatever, like that whole bit. That was like the that was all the promo material. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a whole season. It was yeah, it was for three episodes, dude. I was like, what? I guess this is over now, but it's okay because I I genuinely. I liked the the middle arc. I genuinely liked the middle arc. Why? Not a lot of Sid. Two, actually covering something that I find interesting. Uh, so yeah, and then, but yeah, I just kind of, you know, without you know, without being too uh, me, uh, I'm gonna. I, I want to talk a little bit about the credit arc. <laughs> if, if if y'all are down. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sick. Because I mean, like that is what we're here to do. Oh, how'd y'all feel about about the credit arc? Because you know the vampire arc was whatever. It was it was definitely the uh, the better arc out of the ones that were the season. Yeah, yeah. Did you as did you an, find it as? Oh yeah. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go go. You know, oh, no, okay. you go ahead. I've I've talked enough. As an individual that used to work in a bank, very specifically an individual that used to take loan applications for a bank, uh, I can tell you that shit wouldn't fly. It's, uh, it's one of those things where, like, there are so many protections in place to stop somebody from going around and collecting all of the capital that backs the commerce. Because branches very specifically only carry so much on hand well they do now because this shit used to happen often i mean it's always been like uh i guess strategy i mean not always but like for hundreds of years at least back to like the somewhere I don't know specifics. Somewhere around like the time that like taxes became a very regular thing, it became very common practice to essentially structure your wealth so that way when you get robbed, you don't lose everything. 
um you know like storehouses have been around for seemingly forever and all that shit and like rat holes and everything but like it's fine enough to like hand wave all the technical bullshit away because it's anime and a fantasy anime at that but like it drives me nuts that a motherfucker like there's word getting around town this guy's going around taking all his money out of all the banks does he know something we don't? It's like, no, motherfucker. It's like, if he's taking everything out of the bank, it's just robbery. <laughs> I mean, that is what they're doing. But, I mean, also, like, if if enough people, like, if there's, like, a TikTok trend of people going around, like, all right, everybody go withdraw all your money right now. Like, it's it's act- it's finally happening. Everything's, like, That's a felony cool. to but, organize something like that. But it's not even like, you know, it's just one video and it just blows up. That's not even organizing anything. Well, no, but if it circulates like that and leads to it, then whoever posted it, I believe, is being slammed with a financial crime. So, so what? So, is the person that started the cinnamon challenge not getting like charged with murder? Then, I mean, you or could, like, in a way, say that, that was a- sarcastic, yeah. But you'd have to be very like explicit with it and. The Look, point I'm is, just saying, like, I'm people's just saying, lives like you, are worth less than rich people's money in the eyes of the law. That's really what it boils down to. It's that like, is, you yeah, don't that's, fuck with the money, yeah. they don't fuck with you. But, like, you know, people are out here, like, going on, like, fucking rants about how some groups of people are subhuman and deserve to be exterminated. And, like, nobody's getting arrested just for saying shit like that, even though it's clearly inflammatory. So it, it yeah, just yeah. boils down to like the the political climate really is like don't don't touch the money, but I mean yeah, yeah but if like a TikTok got around and some sort of like mass economic impacts came from it, yeah, I, I can almost guarantee you somebody's either getting offed or like sent to prison. Oh yeah, somebody's definitely not going to kill themselves because of this. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, there's nothing there's nothing to stop the people from doing that. You know, there's nothing to stop. Like, word of mouth being like, all right, everybody, like, it's time. Yes and no. If a bank doesn't have any money in it, they shut down for the day. And if a bank is shut down for the day, they don't stand to make the theoretical money off of things like CDs, like certificates of deposit, or like selling, which is just opening new accounts and shit. Yeah. So, like, a bank probably would not willfully give you that lump sum of money on the spot. They would probably tell you, like, we'll just get you this money the next time we get a shipment in, this order will be included. Yeah, but the, but see, you're also thinking about this. Like, we live in a, at least in America, we live in a, in a po- like, we, we live in a post-Great Depression Hey, man, they have system. USB-C just like us. <laughs> they do, but I can almost no, guarantee you they don't my, have the, they don't have the FDIC or anything like that. Like they don't have those. My brain has been rotted by the workforce propaganda. I one hundred percent accept that. Yeah. So, like in this in in this fantasy world, they 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 haven't experienced this. They haven't experienced this level of commerce in the natural. I don't even want to say natural way, but in in the timeline of things for these types of protections to they be put only in place. just figured out what Gordon Gecko does. <laughs> so like it, so the fact that they were they were able to show like, oh, this is how like this type of collapse happens if you don't have like protections or things like that set up. I was like, oh, this is so good. Like, wow, this this author's cooking stuff. 
Uh, yeah, then, I, then, I like then we the have idea. Rose Betray. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like the idea. I like that it was somewhat educational if you were, like, thinking about it. But, yes, there are, there are numerous laws and protections set up now, thankfully, to stop uh, that level of collapse. But there will, in Minecraft, be a, a collapse of some sort done intentionally by the people that are running the running these institutions is, is, is also something that I, I found funny because Sid literally it was literally Sid's money like it was actually just his like he that was all all Shadow Go like Shadow Garden owned the bank right so like he literally just robbed himself to be like yeah I'm bored and I want something to do so I'm going to artificially make a credit collapse which caused like, a recession and ruined everybody's lives just for like a bit <laughs> Which, like, again, in Minecraft, you're not going to look me in the eyes and say, oh, yeah, world leaders haven't done shit like that before, just for the get, just for the bit, just for the bit of, ha-ha, fuck poor people, or ha-ha, I really hate this group of people, or, oh, ha-ha, I want their oil. Or ha-ha, like it's like, just Venezuela. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, this I know shit how the is, CIA works. Yeah, like, oh, ha-ha, you were talking too much about social change, and, like, you know, we were fine with that, but now you said you wanted it, but now you said you're, you know, kind of fucking with, like, socialism and communism. Sorry, I guess we're going to have to off you on the top of a uh, motel. Sorry about you. Sorry. But I'm allowed to say this. Sorry. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah, I'm not sorry. It's Black History Month. I'm, a, I'm allowed <laughs> to publicly say Martin Luther King was killed by the American government. Actually proven <laughs> in court. So, I'm allowed to say it. If it's Black History Month, Alex, are you allowed to say the N-word now? I can say it anytime I want. No, no, only Black just, History Month. I mean, I try to, like, limit it, but, you know, sometimes... Sometimes <laughs> out here, like, the word nigga is just, like... Sometimes niggas really just be wildin'. Like, just just straight out. Sometimes niggas be crazy. You know, like, it. that's just how it be, and that's just how... And that's just the sentence I, I have to it, use. I, yeah, like, sometimes there's just a tone that, like goes through your head and it's just like yeah yeah, yeah like it's like like i get it yeah like obviously i like cuss a lot but i i do try not to but sometimes it's just like sometimes it's just bullshit you know sometimes <laughs> it's just straight fucking bullshit and like there's no and i don't want to take the time to be like oh you know today has just really you know physically and emotionally drained me of all my energy i just feel like i'm being really overused and under and undervalued Instead of, I can just hit him with like, you know, niggas be fucking playing me. I, I can just say that. I can just say that, and it's the same thing, you know. Or, also, it's so much fucking funnier. Exactly, exactly. Instead of it being like this, like this long paragraph of me like expressing my feelings, like I can, I can utilize these words so efficiently to get across the exact same message and i i wish i i wish that that was more acceptable and like business in a business and like political sense where like instead of like these like long elaborate speeches and things you know candidates are like in in the meeting you just walk up and be like all right i got this fucking dope ass idea <laughs> i think it'll work instead of being like okay so according to our according to our projections over the next you know over the next quarter i I genuinely believe that it would be the smartest economic move for the company to move forward in this direction. Instead of being like, fucking, 
throw some titties and cat ears on the bitch. Like, <laughs> like, like, you want to like, sell hardware? Like, put cat ears on it. Facts, dude. You want to sell hardware? Fucking get. <laughs> Never mind. That was, that was gonna be too bad. No, that was but I be get too it. Bad. Like, when it came to like time for raise negotiations at the beginning of last year, you know there was a whole like. Oh, well, uh, this year and only three quarters of the year, we're up this much money and this much gross margin versus the net profits. Um, We've seen this many more customers. Our traffic is increased by this percentage. And, like, now it's at the point that I've gotten the raise where whenever the owner comes into the store, he asks if, or he says, like, hey, I need you to do this for me. And it's like, I bet. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's so weird because, like, outside of, like, meeting rooms and stuff, it's like, normal regular conversation the minute you step into the meeting session or something like that it's like okay everybody we all have to talk all all proper now not like we weren't just exactly exactly. it's the same fucking people you could be geographically a handful of feet away from where you were shitting like just shooting the breeze before shitting the breeze what the fuck (laughs) But oh, like, we've moved past piss. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. Uh, I saw the uh, Vince McMahon report. Uh, he he <laughs> oh pooped on God. a woman's head. Not even allegedly. It was... <laughs> this man is a villain. This man is a villain. Always has been. And like people were like, oh, it's just a character. It's just the character of Mr. McMahon. No, he's a oh, fucking he's- scumbag, dude. No, 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 Matt. You don't understand. He's just really committed to the bit. He's really <laughs> yeah. committed to the bit. It's it's all kayfabe, guys. Okay, kayfabe. He's, he's, kayfabe. Okay, he's not he's not shadow tax. He's uh, you know, he's really character maxing here. But uh, yeah, no, it's like it's just a weird dynamic thing, really. Um, yeah, I don't like formality. I think I'm pretty good at it, but I don't like it. Yeah, formality is gross. Much like like. Much like learning that your mother was cheating on your father with perv ass hat. What the um, fuck, dude? What the fuck was Rose's mother thinking? Could like, she play this one off as mind control like her father? No. No, no, <laughs> no. This, is, this, this one. Mommy this needed is, a little, uh, little ass hat in her, you know? <laughs> Mommy needed her little ass tapped. Uh, there it is. No, oh, da- damn! I, I was expecting a I was expecting a joke joke there. Jeb Bush. Jeb, if no one else got me, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Jeb Bush got me. Jeb Bush got me. It's, it's so funny. I'm, it's true. Jeb Bush does love anime villains. Exactly. Some exactly. Might even His say family. Jeb Bush is an anime villain. Some might say the Bushes are anime villains, but like they're like the they're the third in command. You know, the Cheneys were definitely the second ones. I don't know who's in charge, though. That's the issue. We don't know who is in charge of the villains. Much like, you know, the people of the world don't know who's in charge of Shadow Garden or whatever. Who do you think's in our Knights of the Round? Uh, Paul McCartney. Ooh! No. That's a... Damn, he did did get one half of his band murdered. He's knighting in plain sight. He, 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 he's been dead for a long time. Just look at the album art for Abbey Road. <laughs> They're actually weekend at burying him. That's why he's in the middle. <laughs> oh my god, is that why he walks like that? 
I thought that's just because he was old. To be fair, he does look mildly skinwalker-ish. Um, based on what we know about Shadow Gardens members, obviously Taylor Swift would be in the Knights of the Round. Ooh, yeah, she's definitely a new member. She's definitely a new member. Um, probably like Steve Jobs was. Yeah. Is, yeah. He's not actually dead. He's just on a mission. No, he got updated. He they they put him into the civil system. <laughs> oh, the Grammys are going on tonight. Oh, dude, I hope I win. Ah, uh, apparently Taylor Swift won thirteen this year. Just Bro, like, no fucking just ch- like her boyfriend's gonna win the Super Bowl. Thirteen. Oh, dude, this is so sad. I is it? I I just want to see the winners and nominees. Okay. Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. Shout out to SZA. Snooze is a banger. Yeah, we're going to give y'all Grammy updates here. <laughs> Let's see. Anybody else noticeable win? Oh! Barbie album won for best soundtrack. Can't say I'm surprised by that one. But yeah, it was, it was, it's a banger soundtrack, dude. Fucking Future won best rap song. Wait, Future still raps? Also, these are terrible nominations for best rap song. There feels like the fucking Steam Game Awards. Basically, oh, Miley Cyrus won best solo performance Miley over Cyrus Taylor Swift. Is still a performer. He's sure she's pretty popular. She makes good stuff still. Yo, shout out to Killer Mike for Michael. Yo, that was a good. I one. actually know that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I actually recognize this artist. I don't think I've listened to that album. Who is? Yo! Another SZA win. Love to hear it. I'm a, I don't know if y'all can tell I'm a SZA fan. Bass. Uh, bass, bass. Apparently the Beatles had a music video this year. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, they did. They was John did. Lennon in it? Uh, yeah, he was. Yo, did metal have a weak year or does Metallica still slap? Um, Does Metallica still perform? Uh, they released a. They did a performance. They won with seventy-two seasons. What the fuck? And also, yeah, and also the record by Boy Genius for alternative music album. Not bad. I am surprised by Paramore winning best per- rock album. Uh, no, Paramore's album was really, really good. Was it? Okay, it I'll, I'll listen really to it good. tomorrow. It's fucking like two thousand and one. I'm so confused. Uh, everything comes in cycles. That and the Emmys are actually like so far behind the times that uh, if you've never been mentioned before, they probably will never mention you. Oh my god! Just like isn't David Bowie dead? Oh, the music film. Yeah, like what's next? Are they gonna give fucking Michael Jackson a Grammy for Thriller? Possibly. Um. Yeah. No. Like Emmys are. I think it's really underrated. You know. Oh no! Yeah, these are the Grammys. Or yeah, Grammys. 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 Pretty uh, behind the times, especially when it comes to like not as commercialized uh, scenes like uh, rap. Normally, some of the best rap albums are always like DIY, self self released. Yo, SZA cleaning up big this year though. She won Best Contemporary Album. Who? S- uh, SZA. Oh okay. She's really. 
Oppenheimer uh, for best soundtrack for visual media. But yeah, these these all seem like a joke, except for the SZA wins and the Paramore win. And the Barbie one, to be honest. That soundtrack is really good. <laughs> Why did Dave Chappelle win Best Comedy Album? What the fuck? Uh, to be fair, I, did, I didn't com- actually watch it. Comedy special. I didn't actually watch it. I did not actually watch it, but I don't. I didn't hear raving reviews about it. All right, there's still there's still a few more awards for the night. I feel like Ice Spice is going to win Best New Artist. and uh, It's because she's the shit and they aren't even the fart, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know who else is the shit? I was, I was really trying to talk about this, and then we talked about Taylor Swift, and I saw all that. So thank you, listeners, for dealing with my ADHD. But Rose Oriana, that's what we were talking about. And yeah, her mom, her mom isn't even the fart. Her, her mom <laughs> sucks. Her mom sucks. Her ass hat sucks. I did not like that we did rehash the ending thing, but I really want to talk more about this this realm activity. Because like whenever I saw Ragnarok, I was like, oh boy, can't wait for Sid to one-shot this. And thankfully, we didn't even see the fight. But uh, instead, it was one of the knights of the round. Oh yeah, that's the other thing we were doing. Um, I think... The Supreme Court has like one seat on the Knights of the Round. I think they're all one, one seat there. Because I mean, they're in for life. We might as There's well. There's no them up there. good Supreme Court member to be a Knight of the Round. That's why they all share one. <laughs> Just like, whoever's available. Yeah. Hey, well, the, I mean, the Knights of the Round are meeting in this city. Uh, we notice that you're geographically the closest to it, so this one's on no, you, bud. No, they do it C style, like in a in Ava. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They do it all. Where where it's just like one person's in the room. Yeah, they do the Zoom meeting. Like, yeah, it's get a Zoom the, meeting. Cause get in the Zoom call, Clarence. Otherwise, Oscar has to get in the robot again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Oscar. But yeah, uh, Rose uh, betraying a shadow garden was. You know, I was like, why is she leaving? She just got there and shit. It wasn't like but a I, real betrayal. Yeah, it was like a fake one. But it wasn't even a fake one. I mean she did like, she did literally go AWOL. And that she, is legally a betrayal. She stopped them from killing her mom, who at the time should have been presumed innocent. Yes. Yes. And then the they basically said, like, alright, now you die too and it's at that point, it's like, all right, I guess I just like can't come back or whatever, or explain myself. Yeah, it was. It's like get down, Mister Presidenting. All right, but yeah, the realm stuff. What I'm, I'm, I'm interested. What, how'd y'all feel about it? Um, I mean, honestly, I don't even have my hopes all that high for it because. Um, oh yeah, I'm not watching season three. Just, <laughs> Thank God. Uh, like, like I said, I got super excited for hearing about the Witch of Destruction and how she's actually like the fucking demon, and it's like, oh, we're gonna go find more parts of her. And I'm like, yo, that sounds dope as fuck. And then like, it's just forgotten, gone in the wind. And I feel like that's what's gonna happen with some of this dimensional stuff. Is 
it's going to be like, oh, he went back to the real world, but he realized this isn't the world he wants to live in because he's the fucking eminence in shadow now, so he's going to find a way back, and then he's just going to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about my past life. I'm here for good. Yeah, I think he's going to go around making a bunch of shadow gardens. Also, apparently, it's a movie. No. So, I might, we might have to, it's, it's just a movie. We might have to give it a movie. We I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to give it a movie. Maybe, maybe. Because even though Sid's an idiot, I don't think the author's an idiot, hopefully, you know? So I feel like it has potential for like an interdimensional, like one shotting an interdimensional, like God at the end of it, you know, which like if, if strung together well, I, I could see myself enjoying, but if it's a movie, I have a feeling it's going to do the My Hero Academia thing where they go into another dimension so as not to affect the series of events in the main like animated series they'll have a boss they'll beat the boss and it'll be a zero sum bullshit I mean it's it's a high possibility that's a high possibility with with anime movies yeah but he also he went back to his original world right so and we saw they had like advanced tech and apparently there's something there that like invaded so i'm interested in to see like what got transferred like what realm invaded or got transferred into like his home realm which is more than likely the causes to why him and uh the other person that is isekai got isekai there i forgot who it who it is but yeah well, that's that's uh, what I'm curious it was about. Obviously, a high school girl that he saved from getting hit by a bus. Oh yeah, it was her, right? Yeah, and she doesn't her. have any magic power because she was yeah. resurrected or reborn or reincarnated. Yeah, yeah, she was. Are we fucking thinking of Mashoko Tensei right now? That's Mashoko They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So they're all isekais like, that have slavery. Unfortunately, yes, I. I do wish we could get away from this trope. But, uh, yeah, I'm appre- I'm more excited because it's a movie, so I don't have to waste, like, a bunch of time. It's the same amount of time. It's just not broken up over, like, 25-ish minutes a week. It's instead two-plus hours. No, 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 because it, it could just be, a, like, a 95-minute movie, you know? Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, if we could be in and out. 95-minute movie that's, like, what? four or five episode season, I could live with that. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's real quick. That's in and out. That's, you know, me seeing if, if the possibilities of, you know, an interesting-ish story, you know, can outweigh the negative of the main character being Sid Kagano. Because uh, the man's just not funny. Also, Tristan, those cassettes that you just sent, those are sick as hell. Like, Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. I was like, oh no. Did I? Did my internet break again? But yeah, these are fucking. Uh, not only that, but the guy so, was saying that if you order the cassette, it also comes with the soundtrack. What? No shot, dude. Yeah. 
because okay, I might have to get the Jubilee one then. Because is is it '90s X Men? Uh, that's nine. Because yeah. that's '90s X Men Jubilee. So that's probably what it is. Yeah. Fuck. Or the Doro Hey Doro one too. Yeah, I'm so torn because Serial Experiments Lane, Evangelion. You Samurai Shampoo. Yeah, Berserk. Yeah. yeah, these are so good. They do be having some soundtracks here. Yeah, Fully Cooly on a Walkman would also be really good. Especially because uh, I've really been getting into like Future Funk and Vaporwave and... There are oh, a lot of artists bonus. that I enjoy that don't actually do vinyl releases. They only do cassettes, and I'm like, man, I might actually have to buy like a Walkman. And then, uh, dude, you piece of the shit. I found some. They're of these too committed. Like, oh, these are kind of sick. Those are really sick. Uh, so hopefully, I get my my tax money back soon. Um, but yeah, any, I guess anything that really stuck out for y'all for this season of the show or anything that y'all want to say about it. Cause like, it was just like, I had more fun watching. No, no, that's a lie. I'm not going to lie like that. I'm not going to lie like that. That was going to be a hyper, hyperbole. Uh, <laughs> Almost said something to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say I enjoyed watching my character in Persona Three like auto go to like my nationals track practice and then lose at nationals where I literally did nothing. I just hit the the auto button. Then I did watching this show, which you know would have been false because <laughs> I enjoyed some parts of it, but it's just not. I just do genuinely think I'm too old for this show. I think that's what it is. Even though this is for 17 plus, which I am 17 plus. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, this is good middle schoolers first isekai, you know, kind of like yeah. how, uh, kind of like how, uh, Sword Art Online was so hyped back in the day until you actually watch other ones and go, oh, that was actually like really mid, you know, it's kind of the same same for this, you know, it could bring a whole new set of people into the genre, but, uh... Yeah, the game of Aincrad seemed incredibly interesting. They just really blew through it. Uh, which is why I preferred Log Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Can confirm. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't have a whole heck of a lot to say about Eminence and Shadow Season 2 now that we've gotten to the optional part of the uh, discussion. Because, honestly, I kind of didn't like it. And I kind of <laughs> That's what I'm saying. glad to that's be what, almost done with it. That's forever. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if it literally was not for the final episode, I wouldn't even be toying with the idea of watching the movie. Like, I, w I really wouldn't be. But but the concept, the the actual concept, was so interesting that I I kind of want to see it done. I just really don't. I do not like the comedy of the show. I think the show looks fine. I think I think the music, like the fucking piano tracks and shit, they're too good for this show. Like like the production for what the show is, like narratively, is too good. Uh, for how like not great the story going on is. 
<laughs> like just not even just like visuals. It's it's got a good soundtrack. It's got good animation. It's got like a good idea. Yeah, it's dropped a couple of very interesting ideas on us. Yeah, and it's and I think it's because it it wants to play like that show, the 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 Chinubio aspect of of Sid so so upfront all the time. You know, like he he will not drop it ever, and like it's so frustrating because I feel like I feel like we would find out a lot more interesting things if Sid would just stop being Sid. You know, which like is fine, I guess. You know, you don't want to ever have like a character betrayal. But if if you're gonna come up with this, uh, I don't know which came first, Sid or the ideas. You know, like did did the author come up with the idea of Sid first and said, "Oh, I'm just gonna throw this character into these situations," or if the author came up with the ideas first and then said, "Oh, I I don't want to think too hard about these ideas. What if my main character also didn't think too hard about these ideas and just showed up every now and again to like." be mildly humorous and a badass and then I can just like drop the thoughts of the ideas that I've come up with and like have thought out. I feel like it's definitely like a mixture of the two. I feel like there may have been some situations where it's like, okay, this was thought out, but then I feel like a lot of it is just, this is my character and this is my baby and I'm just going to throw them into fun situations just to see how they react, except there's no change in how they react. It's always just the yeah, there's same... No- yeah. Like, like Matt, you're about to love what I'm about to say here. You're about to love it. I promise. I promise. Like, at least in Akame Got Kill, which I'm a, I'm a notorious Akame Got Kill hater. Whenever they brought out the giant fucking mech and uh, at the end, and the main character has to, like, kill himself to, like, stop it, like, I actually felt something there. Like, like was it dumb? And was I ready and glad that I saw the, the character die? Because I didn't like them either? Yes. But, like, I actually felt, like, a little proud of the character for, like, stepping up and, like, doing the thing. And I was like, okay, games, you gained some respect for me. Because there was actual tension, there was actual stakes, and, like, there was, like, a good buildup to it, you know? And involving these characters and not just the, the group members around, right? Uh, but here, it's all the buildup and all all the buildup is done like without Sid, and there's no stakes. Uh, the fact that because the main we just know Sid alone is a safety net for the show. Yeah, like even in One Punch Man, like I never got the idea that like oh the whole the whole world is safe just because like Saitama's here. Like theoretically, yes, but Saitama is literally just one man, so he could. Theoretically, at some point, I'm sure that I'm proven wrong if you're a One Punch Man manga reader, because I'm sure he has One Punch God at this point. Um, he could be overran by something or, or a group of some things at some point. Or he, or he just simply may not give a shit, so he will not get involved, right? Whereas, like, like, Sid will get involved if he's like, oh, this seems like something the Eminence and Shadow would do, so I'm going to go do it. And it's like, okay, Sid, you have no idea what's going on. And, like, I, I feel no, there's no tension whenever, like, like, I felt no tension, like, building up to Ragnarok or anything, you know? I was like, oh, well, Perv Asshat got decapitated. That was cool. Well, yeah. I guess Sid's going to one-tap this monster now. I think the key thing between this and One Punch Man is, like, 
in One Punch Man, when they do, like, the hideout raid and everything, they do a good job before Saitama's even introduced into that arc of setting up, like, you know, a couple of the big bads as, like, major threats by throwing the top, like, you know, cream of the crop of heroes into basically, like, stalemates with a bunch of them or narrow victories with some of them. And, like, the bit is, the only reason Saitama's there is because he lives in the neighborhood and they're making a lot of noise fighting underground. Exactly, right. So, so it's like, like, for him to one-shot somebody and show up, it's not just like, oh, I was in the neighborhood. It's literally like, oh, I have a reason to be here. And it's always a comedy thing, like, oh, noisy neighbors, could you please keep it down? Which, you know, felt Saitama felt, but, like, exactly. So, like, if they were fighting, like, quietly... He would have never shown up. Yeah, but like right? with Sid in the ring, it's like he was just walking around. He heard somebody say treasure. He killed five dudes, and then he stumbled upon his teammates getting massacred. Exactly. And it's like, oh, well, I'm here now, I guess. And he, it's just so, so boring, to be honest. It's just boring whenever like it's like that, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Like, like, Basically, nothing can happen unless the character of Sid Kagano wills it to happen. That's that's really just the situation we're put in whenever he's on the screen. Damn, and I, I'm not a fan. It's like we're being buying-controlled as the audience. Ew. <laughs> All right, this show gets a zero. Yeah, it was, See, that implies that the show doesn't even exist. But it <laughs> exists. And it's definitely animated better than a four. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see where we land. Exactly, I agree. But before we get there, do y'all have any suggestions or favorite characters? We'll do. We'll do suggestions first. Uh, I suggest you watch almost any other isekai. <laughs> Honestly, Fair with the uh, with with all the kind of economics that that came to play. Uh, I, I recommend Ascension of a Bookworm. Uh, it's super good, and it kind of takes that same principality of like, oh, I'm from another world, and I have all this knowledge, except, you know, they actually know the knowledge because they were a bookworm, so they, like, actually know how to do the thing. And then they're like, oh, I need money to buy books. Okay, I'm going to invent something cool, like shampoo in this medieval world that nobody's ever seen before, and I'm just <laughs> going to make, like, hella money... And then when I spend it all on books, like, okay, I guess I'll just invent something else and make hella money. And um, that's not actually how it works, but it's it's done much better than the show, and it's very cute and wholesome and fun, and I do recommend. I drive with it. Nice. I, for myself, let me think of one. I don't know if I want to do just a show that I think is objectively better and I want everybody to watch, or if I want one that's similar in nature to it. So just pick another isekai, but any isekai is better. <laughs> yeah. No, because I got reincarnated into another world with my smartphone exists. Fucking Ari Furetta exists. Fucking uh, Redo of Healer exists. You know, those are all not as good as this. Uh, uh, reincarnated into another world with my smartphone has better titties, doesn't it? Yeah, but you're not counting for the slime factor. It's magical slime. 
and we've seen what that can do. <laughs> you know, I, I, fuck it. I can't say it enough. Uh, just watch Rakugo Shinju. Yeah. One and two. Yeah. It's it's a better show in hey every guys, possible way. Just watch way. something good. <laughs> just watch something good. Okay. And if you think that this is good, you're either 14 or one of the people that go on Reddit to call supermodels ugly. That's all I have to say. That's those are the two people that I can see thinking that the show is actually good. You're 14. Are you one of the people that think, oh, just because the supermodel has like a mildly defined like cheek cheekbone line, which is what the which is what the fucking industry wants? Looks like a man. You would not believe the intersection between those two groups. Like, oh my fucking <laughs> god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you know, if you're a person that thinks Margot Robbie is mid, and keep in mind, I don't like blondes. I'm not a big fan. Margot Robbie. Objectively, an attractive woman. Sydney Sweeney, another blonde lady. Objectively, attractive woman. If you're one of the people calling them mid, you probably like this show. Uh, you I might want to think about your life. I used to think Margot Robbie was mid until The Wolf of Wall Street when she put on that fucking New York princess accent. I melted. Stop, dude. I, there's something... I've, I've said, if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. There's something about the New Jersey, New York accent, yes. and the Midwestern accent that just, it scratches, well, like, it scratches my brain even in, in the way. big short, she had a little bit of an accent, but it was toned down because, you know, I guess the idea was she was supposed to be coherently explaining, I guess, Wall Street in a bathtub. I, even then, as like a 15-ish year old watching the big short, I wasn't gooning over her. But uh, look at me now, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> look at me now. Look at me now. Continuously gooning to Fran Drescher. Oh, I mean, she do have big hair, too. And that's like another thing in the box. Yeah, she got big hair. She, she got big nose. She got good voice. God. Yep. She also, of course, plot looks good in it. And that's another <laughs> thing. That I know I like, which is so odd. Not a place for me to talk. This is not a place for this to be discussed. Nah, dude, uh, I get it. Sometimes there's yeah. just a pattern that you see, and it's like, yeah, I'd fuck that. <laughs> Some people I'd like fuck. vertical stripes. Some people like argle. It's uh, dude, I just whatever. Can't, I just can't wait to get home and just fucking pound some paisley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, favorite characters, if y'all had one. Easy also, as it gets. Uh, my favorite character is still Delta. I'm just really upset like that they've done this character assassination to her like WWE did to Cody Rhodes. I thought you were about to say like they did to Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, he did it to himself. Uh, okay, so Delta still. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about you, Tristan? God, honestly, I didn't. I didn't enjoy any of the characters this season. <laughs> like, maybe the best one was was Rose, and that's because she got like the most screen time. And yeah, Rose is not a bad character. Like, wasn't completely incompetent, but I think like she was my favorite in season one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go with her, but just everybody else, like the Seven Shadows, felt non-existent. Sid's just. <laughs> Terrible, uh, yeah, no, just not a lot of options. Yeah, they have fucking employee numbers now. We stopped referring to fuckers by their names. Yep. 
yeah, that's some real Goblin Slayer energy to that. Like at least <laughs> using like at least Hi, using my the name Greek is alphabet. Spear Hero. Yeah, right. At least using like the Greek alphabet is some some level of creativity and like you know you're 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 giving them a name you know you're not just giving them a number no no you're number six 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 look how edgy i am and if 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 world (laughs) if world war ii taught us anything it's that anytime you give a person a number it always goes poorly for real every time every every time uh yeah uh, but yeah, as for me, I also, I'm also, I, I have to go with the obligatory Rose pick, just because she's like the only person here that's like an actual character character. Like the sh- the Seven Shadows, they were there, they played a big part in the middle, but like they have like no outside of Epsilon, they have no development. And I only say Epsilon because somehow she managed to make the slime, her slime boobs become her actual boobs now. Like, they're no longer, like, just slime. They're now... Like flesh, flesh and sl- yeah. They're like a flesh... The, flesh the slime combination. The answer was that she figured out you could just inject it subcutaneously, like... <laughs> That's fair. Sometimes you do just gotta get, you know, get it right under the skin. Uh, <laughs> but... Let's see if our scores will get under the skin of any hardcore fans of the show. If they've listened after me roasting them, uh, I could have gone worse. But I felt I felt like what I said hit the exact nail of what I was going for. Of like, this is the exact person that does this, and this person because like, they would just be like, "Oh, I'm the Eminence in Shadow, and all women are men. No woman above the mission." God damn. God damn! But yeah, what about these scores? How low? How low can we go? Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I can open the floodgates because uh, so far this is my lowest score of season three or season four of the anime. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, it's season four. Yeah. Well, isn't that convenient? Because I'm giving this four anime seasons out of ten. Yeah, oh, that's a long time. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, just wait for the network to pick us up for another ten seasons after that, and then, then we'll show them what a long time really is. <laughs> exactly, we'll become the SNL of podcasts. <laughs> uh, how about you, Justin? Uh, mine's not quite that low. Uh, I... Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I feel like mine wasn't quite that bad just because uh, I, I feel like if it's below a 5 then I just genuinely did not like the show and did not want to watch it I, did uh, I have a grumpy piss baby <laughs> for me I, I, I wasn't so, at that point so it was just like pure indifference it was just like oh okay I gotta watch this like okay I guess like I'm not necessarily gonna enjoy it but I'm not gonna like absolutely hate my time with it so uh, I'm gonna give it um the six, the prophecies come true out of ten. Bad. That's over half of them. That's fair. Uh, as for myself, I, I was a little bit of a grumpy piss baby watching this show. To be honest, I uh, I wasn't looking forward to it very much. 
as I had stated in our last week. Because I, with how much I knew, with how much I really enjoyed Katana Gatari, I like I I just knew that like this show wasn't gonna do it for me. Like I I just knew. So I I tried my hardest to like binge it, and I couldn't even complete the binge. I literally watched eleven episodes in like three days. And I was like, I'm just not going to finish it till I have to. I, don't, <laughs> I do not care enough to finish this show, which speaks volumes. But at the same time, that last episode was kind of some peak. Was kind of some peak for me. And I was like, fucking Christ. Like, of course, the very last thing is the last episode. And like, if, it, if I was just going off that, I'd probably give it like a 7.5 because it's still the eminence and shadow. So, like, it still wasn't done, like, as well as I know it could have been done. But then with everything else being involved, I I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to have to go with about five and a half uh, Blood Moons out of of ten for myself. Because it's just not... (sighs) I can't say it's a bad show. But, like, I also can't say it's a good show. I can simply just say it is a show. Right, five, around five feels right. I only give it the point five because the finale was good. It was a good finale. Like I, I can't lie about that. But Matt, what's what are we watching next week? And you also can't lie. Oh, we're watching like real anime for the first time in a long time, in like two weeks. Uh, I was about to say what the fuck what? No, we are uh, finally circling back to Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Yes, we need um, some good shit. Yeah, so I'm super stoked for uh, the nightmare fuel that is Shibuya. And uh, if neither of you guys have seen the movie, probably watch it. It's not like a requirement, but it's good lore. Especially for like one of the characters that has a very, very large role. In uh, yes. this incident, true. true. So it was all about it was all about uh, panda. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll even get some cool, uh, some cool intro outro shit again, because I remember last time gooning over the uh, the sweet little dance number they had on the EDs. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah. The, yeah, the ED was good. The ED was very good. This time, I'm going to try not to be sad, because I almost said another character that wasn't Panda, and then no, I was like, I'd be too sad. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be sad. I'd be, like, I'd be sad. Yeah. I, I know I, exactly I, what you mean. I, I already know I'm going to be sad, because I, I read it. And I'm, I'm excited to be sad, but I don't, yeah. don't want to be sad. Not me. Not me. I don't want to be sad. Not me. That's what this I said. Not me. Everybody drink time. water. <laughs> Yeah, this is the last time I'll ever be able to predict Alex's favorite character in a season of Jujutsu Kaisen again. Actually true. Actually <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Anybody's Podcast. All the editing was done by Alex, me. And all of our contact links for us and our buddies over at Craft Fox Boutique can be found down in the show notes. But most importantly, take care, 
stay hydrated, and we'll see you all next time, buddies. Bye.